What's up, WizKids? Another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Zach Rosen and Jacob Raymond. We're talking Washington Wizards. It's NBA free agency just passed. We got a couple of signings that we're excited about and uh, more to come. But first, before we get started, look, there are going to be some things that you're seeing on Twitter, social media, whatever, that Jacob is going to explain right off the bat why you're going to love this podcast, but there's some things that we can't talk about. Jacob, that sucks, but that's a part of our business, and in fact, we work for the team. Yeah, so, um, so the NBA, uh, um, as, ever, as, as people probably know, the NBA moratorium, um, exists from when free agency begins July 1st at midnight um, until July 6th at noon and at that point teams can begin announcing teams can be announcing free agent signings we um, as the team are not allowed to talk about it say anything until the team until pen is put to paper a press release goes out and we officially announce that signing up until then to us it hasn't even happened yet so that's why you might hear about one signing you think has happened on yeah. the podcast, but not another signing you yeah. think has happened. There you go. All right. So just a quick uh, explanation for why if you get uh, if you're like if you're listening to this podcast and you don't understand why we're not talking about something, don't worry, we're going to get to it. Yes. Um, it's we're going to get to everything in due time. We just as the official podcast of the team cannot talk about things until they're officially official. And there you go. So what we can talk about is. Not in this order. Summer League, mini camp before Summer League, Mike Scott signing, Michael Young signing, uh, and other NBA trades. And I'm going to throw in a surprise at the end for Jacob and Zach Rose. Can't wait for that surprise. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. I love it'll surprises. That wasn't in the rundown. No, it was not. <laughs> All right, so as we get ready for the beginning of Summer League, you have mini camp first. Um, I kind of wish I was in Vegas again, Jacob. I know you and Zach. Uh, you're not going, but Zach oh, is going. You're no, both going. Way around. Oh, I'm yeah. going. So Zach's not going. The rookie can't go. Uh, the rookie, rookies, rookies got to wait here. So I've been working here for, I believe, six summer leagues now. Yeah. this is going to be my first one, and I am very excited. <laughs> what excites you about going this year? What What are you looking forward to? You hear about the fact that everybody says, you know, for you know two weeks, Vegas is the center of the basketball universe, and there and they're just. So many people there, and not only, and you know, um, and not only seeing our team play, but seeing the other rookies in the league, um, catching up with colleagues around the league. Is there will be so many different people there. Um, it's I think it's just going to be a great, great five or six days. Now, if you had your druthers, would you pick summer league in Utah, Orlando, or Vegas? <laughs> That's all question. I think so. <laughs> I mean. No disrespect to uh, Salt Lake City in Orlando, but I want one of those Salt Lake City. I, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going. To, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't mind going to Orlando. Orlando. Or Salt Lake City Salt Lake City's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. Orlando, you know, hit up Harry Potter World or something. That's like what. That. That's what I was about to say. You go see Star Wars or whatever, um, but but the gym is a lot smaller too. You see them. They basically play on that practice court yeah. where the magic workout. It's it's not as big as an arena in Vegas, which but I really like too. The, the other two are just pint sized compared to Vegas. You know, Vegas Summer League is really you know where yeah. it all happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what is happening because what happens in Vegas actually makes it back here sometimes. <laughs> Michael Young from the University of Pittsburgh. I can't say that I'm really excited about this, but I am really excited about this. Michael Young signs a two-way contract with the Washington Wizards. I imagine all contracts are two ways. They are not. But, hey, 
we add that language in there, and I'm like, okay, a two-way contract. How many fans do you think know what a two-way contract is? Well, Jacob, explain let, it to us. Let's them. let Rosen explain let's this Let's let Rosen, one. okay. Well, it's a, new, <laughs> it's a new condition in the new CBA, so not a lot of people know about it. But basically, since almost every team is a G League team, as we will next season, 2018-19, uh, it's an ability for a player to have a, a contract on both the G League team and the NBA team. So he gets one of the 17 spots. Each team gets two two-way contracts. So basically, Mike Young will be in the G League the majority of the season, and he can spend up to 45 days with the Wizards during the NBA season, which doesn't mean he'll be active during those days, but yeah. he'll be on the roster when it's submitted for each game or um, practices and stuff like that. I mean, you're going to see him up with the Wizards because injuries happen, rest happens. So it's exciting for him because there's only, what, 60 of them in the league, so... And he was undrafted. He averaged 19 points per game, just under seven rebounds, 2.7 assists. Why do you think it was important for the Wizards to sign him like this? Just me, not – I was trying to think like a fan. What would a fan think? And in my mind was if he's going to shine at Summer League, you'd rather have him locked up than all of a sudden other teams start to inquire about his services after the Summer League ends. He's gone a little under the radar. I think he had a really good workout with us. Uh, from what I can tell, our team just really likes his game. He can defend multiple positions. He's six nine. He's probably even going to play a little two guard. <laughs> I mean, he he's pretty yeah. versatile. Yeah, you saw him play at Pitt. I remember watching him a little bit, especially when the Badgers played Pittsburgh, and he was he's easily their best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's more so investing in a young guy that they've seen play, and maybe not every other team will. But you're right; it's it's security. Zach, yeah. I have I have a question for you. Yeah, and that so let's let's um, let's do a little. Uh, this is a mo- mostly about two way contracts and specifically about Young. Let's say, um, let's say injury strikes our squad this year. Um, that would obviously be unfortunate, um, but it happens to every team. Let's say injury strikes our squad, and it's and we have more need for Young than just those forty five days. Is there a way to convert his contract to a one way, or are we just out of luck after the 45, <laughs> the 45 days? days. you got to send them back down, like in the major leagues. Well, I know. So I know that um, – so um, – Which is interesting. The, so, what, you know, when I first heard about two-week contracts, I was like, oh, this is just like the NHL mm-hmm. because the NHL does two-week contracts right. a lot. And what those are, are those – those are – there's no limit to the amount the guy can be – Up and at, down. Up and down. It's just that – they he it's an agreement that he will get paid one amount if he's on the AHL team and another amount if he's mm-hmm. on the NHL team is the way I understand it. Yeah, my guess is they can sign a new contract because I don't think it's. I know that I don't know the details of the contracts, but the players have to have less than three years professionally in the NBA per team policy. Per team policy, work. I yeah, I'm not disclosing. And I actually don't know, so. Uh, <laughs> but my guess is that you kind of just buy out the contract. I can't imagine it's a ton of money, um, but I don't know for sure. And so then, so we we could, um, so I guess you would waive one of the guys on the fifteen man that aren't on two deals and resign them. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, my, I'm guessing it's a, some kind of situation in which because you can have seventeen guys on your roster now with these two ways. My guess is then, yeah, one of the other 15 is waived or, you know, put on. You can have the the one exception. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, I think you know when we, um, I ima- I don't, I don't know the intimate details, but I imagine we called Mike Young as soon as that draft ended. Yeah, and we got on the horn with him, and, and we're basically thinking of him. Call Arnie. Now. Let's ask him. Oh call, yeah, yeah. Call just come on the phone. He's, he's probably in the directory, he got his right? Directory, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and we probably called Mike Young as, as soon as the draft ended. And he's he re- he's treated now a little bit like a second round pick in the same vein that we had uh, you know, Sheldon Mack last year and Daniel Ochefu and yeah uh, and House. Even though those guys weren't signed, Mack was the only one that was signed early, though, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So we got Mike Young. You mentioned Mac. We got Daniel Chefu, Chris McCullough on the roster. We also have some other interesting players. Um, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Who are you thinking of? The, the leading scorer, Marcus Keene. Marcus Keene. Marcus Keene yeah. is on the roster. What do you? We we interviewed him. Like it's exciting to have him join the team too, right? I mean, there are a number of exciting pieces. Um, I uh, if I was. If I was going to pick one guy that I was most excited about on this summer league roster, other than uh, uh, Young and the guys who have already played with us, um, I would say it's Devin Robinson, a six eight four from Florida. He was on most mock drafts. Some mock drafts had him in like the top forty. Mm-hmm. He fell out of the draft. We scooped him up. Um, I I think that if he has a good showing in. He might have the most to gain of all the undrafted players on yeah. the Scott squad with a good showing in Vegas now. Yeah, Devin Robinson for sure. I mean, he sh- probably should have been drafted. And since we ended up trading that number 52 pick, he's one of the guys I think we were looking at there anyway. So you get Tim Frazier and you get him by not even having a draft pick. Uh I think Daniel House, who was with us for a good amount last year, I think he coming off that wrist injury, he's got a lot to prove. Yeah, I feel like he he's, got lost. Yeah, he's. I mean, it was just a roster move that had to be made. I think. Yeah. Um, but he, he's definitely got potential still. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a little older for like a second year player, but he showed. I mean, he made the team. That's being undrafted, and that's enough. Um, I think also Jared Cunningham, who was with the Cavs for a few years. Um, he's been on a lot of NBA teams. But he was on the Cavs the year they won the championship. Yeah. I wonder if he has a ring. We got to ask him that <laughs> at summer league. We got to ask him if he has a ring and yeah, if he takes I'm not it sure. with him. He, he's been around, but he's been most recently in China. Um, he averaged thirty four point six points per game in crazy. China. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so he's another guy to watch for me. I think he's kind of going a little bit under the radar, as well as uh, what was I going to say earlier? Um, yeah, Mar- you asked about Marcus Keene. Yeah. It's it's just going to be like a a prove it leading score in college yeah. basketball last year. I think you can expect him to be minimum in the G League next year because of his ability to score. I or if he decides, he to reminds go me of a, didn't we talk about this? He's like an Isaiah Thomas. You're yeah. gonna uh, he's going to be underrated. You're not going to say he could play in the NBA, and yet he knows how to fill it up. And all of a sudden, you may see him finding a roster spot. I, I don't I don't disagree with you, but I will say that. I feel like now every undersized player <laughs> yeah. gets compared to Isaiah Thomas. And yeah, Isaiah Thomas is an extraordinary, exceptional <laughs> talent, <laughs> and we can't just compare. I mean, look, Marcus Keene he averaged thirty a game yeah. in college last season. That's unbelievable, and he can clearly fill it up. But I mean, the Isaiah Thomas is. Yeah, it's it's tough to just automatically compare him to mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas because he's undersized. We'll say he's more like K. Felder then. You know, actually, it's it's funny. Um, our uh, our esteemed leader Hunter Lockman 
immediately compared Keen to K. Felder. Wait, what? Guy. Yeah, that was, <laughs> he, he immediately, immediately when we announced the summer league roster, he was like, "Ah, oh, Keen, that guy reminds me of the the Oakland kid on Cleveland." Yeah. Okay, okay, and then the other guy who I think is just kind of came out of nowhere when we saw him on the roster. I think we were all just like, "Whoa!" Like this guy's still playing professional basketball. Is Ike Diago, who's thirty three now, former yes. top ten pick for the Warriors, played with Jarrett Cunningham in China. Yeah. Which is also cool. I mean, I'm sure that's how they were both scouted and brought in again. Yeah. Um, Who do you think made that trip to China? <laughs> Our international fun. scouts probably. That would have been yeah. fun. Uh, we have to go on I mean, one. it'll be interesting to see what he still has. I mean, he had injury issues, and that's what I think made him go back abroad where he's I mean, he's from. And... We'll see. I mean, there's some interesting names. We got Jason, our one of our Jay, player development. Yeah, let's talk managers. about that story. So Jason was he actually would work out the big guys on the Wizards as part of the coaching staff, so to speak. And they gave him a shot to try to make it at summer league. You would see him often after the Wizards practice is over, he would be down there working out, trying to make his game better. I actually got to play against him when we would play oh, yeah. pickup games Why in the morning. Why are you morning. in the summer league, Rob? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamoke would make Ike Diogu look young. Is it Ike Diogu or Ike? I think it's Ike Diogu. Ike Diogu. Yeah. That, I, I think I could have I could have tried. I should have talked to Ernie. I yeah. know. I should have talked to Ernie about that. But I'm very happy for him. And, and that'll be fun to see if, you know, he can actually get some playing time and show some improvement. He did play uh, for the Victoria Road Runners. Uh, it says out of Mexico. But he also played college basketball yeah, in the Mexico Upper West Coast, too. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. yeah, Portland area. So, um, I, I'm rooting for him. The other guy that I want to remind you guys about is Rayshon Simmons. Uh-huh. Rayshon Simmons is Bradley Beal's best friend. Um, he didn't have quite the college career that Bradley Beal had. He obviously has not had the pro career that Bradley Beal has had either. But um, he also is on the summer league roster. He played overseas last year in the Czech Republic. I'd be curious to see what kind of game he has. Now, I imagine Bradley Beal is going to be out there. So that'll be yeah. something that you when can, he was can teammates talk to him about. With Marcus Keene at CMU. There you go, too. Uh, so, I mean, it'll be cool for all of them to be together. I mean, there's a lot of cool stories on our team, which I know we'll, we'll definitely be telling. And, um, I mean, we t- when we talked, we to didn't Marcus even forget King. Chris Jink. We didn't talk I about was, Chris Jink. Right? Two, more, two more names I want. <laughs> There's bring up. a bunch of one yeah. is, uh, you know, we haven't even talked about McCullough yeah. or Ochefu. I mean, it's a very, I mean, it's a very interesting squad. I mean, so you've got you had Jenkins, who obviously is not afraid of a big moment. No, um, and then another guy is the seven footer from Australia, Humphreys, friend Isaac of the Humphreys. friend of the podcast. Yes, yes, um, he also was. He could play pod. more minutes on this summer league team than he did for Kentucky. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm really curious to see what he brings to the table because he we saw so such a limited amount of him uh, at Kentucky, but clearly you know. People think highly of enough of him to bring him into a summer league roster and scout him in the pre-draft process. I mean, he's a true seven-footer. So it was definitely because he came on a pod that he made on the summer league roster. That's, that's no doubt true. about that. Definitely. Same with Chris yeah. Jenkins. Yeah, but yeah, Chris Jenkins. I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do. I feel like Jacob. A couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about how he may be the guy that could definitely make some noise and make an NBA roster, and the Wizards have a chance to add him to it. 
Um, Another connection, Villanova with yeah. Daniel Sheffu gets to be on the court together. It's three of them on there. Malik Wayans. Yep. Wayans is from it's Villanova, the, too. This yeah, is crazy. It's like the team foe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big three team also. I'm sure we'll see Keith in Vegas at some <laughs> point as well. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, and, in, and then uh, last thing is I'm – Another guy I'm really excited to see. I know this is becoming like a broke record. Roster. I want to. I want to. I want to see Chris McCullough. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think Chris McCullough only played 11 total minutes for us once. Once he came over here, but he was a first round pick. He had some success in Brooklyn before he came over here, and um, you know, I think there's a really good chance for him to earn some minutes this year. I am a big fan of the show Undrafted, the NFL show, and I, I feel him. like our roster is filled with <laughs> a bunch of guys who just have to play. Their Except for Chris McCullough. Except for Chris McCullough. Who was a first-round pick. Yeah. Even though, yeah, I mean, they're all they're all fighting for roster spots, yeah. though. They know that. Yeah, that is true. Chris McCullough. That's what, and that's one of the things that makes Summer League so exciting, is that this is like, it's uh, it's it's it's, the, it's, it's these guys, you know, it's a lot of, some of these guys' NBA championships. Yeah. It's the most important thing to them. You yeah. Know, showing what they can do, earning their chance in the league. And it's, uh, it's... Summer League is great. A guy who's already earned his chance in the league is now going to be a Washington Wizard is uh, the free agent Mike Scott, a former UVA player, agreed to a one-year veteran minimum deal with the Wizards, reportedly worth, terms not disclosed <laughs> by Ernie Grunfeld, but there's some other sites that have the terms. But we're going we're gonna to be on Ernie's Grunfeld side on this one and not bring it up. But just, Jacob, first you, then Zach, talk uh, about Zach, what Mike Zach Scott... Let's Zach go first. Zach, okay, has, Zach, Zach has done some film study and... Broken down numbers already yeah. on Scott, I mean, so let's that go first. Wizards fans are pretty familiar with him. He was with the Hawks for four-plus seasons. Last year, he was dealing with a, just a really bad knee injury that ended up getting him traded to the Suns, who waived him, which was kind of just, you know, take him off our cap from the Hawks. Uh, but if you go back to 2015-16, which is his last full season, I mean, he was <laughs> really productive he was seventh in the NBA. What's in, his nickname? Oh, it's uh, the regional yeah, manager. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he's got a great nickname. Jacob said it yesterday. Um, <laughs> you can you can expect the uh, the office gifts flying from the Wizards account this <laughs> so, season. He was seventh in the NBA in defensive rating, and if you if you played in a minimum of thirty games and like fifteen minutes per game, so basically just someone who qualified. Yeah. So that means that when he was on the court, the Hawks defense only gave up 95.3 points per 100 possessions, which is really good. So I think, first of all, he brings that defense from the stretch four position. He was a really good shooter that year, too. 39% from three, 53% from two. Uh, he His catch and shoot numbers are really good, which fits in with John Wall. He hits open threes 40% of the time. I mean, he makes sense. It's just, again, he's coming off an injury. What what is what kind of shape is he in? Is he ready again to to go a full season? I'm sure he is. He wouldn't be coming here if he wasn't. But I mean, he's a really solid piece to fit in with off the bench, and he's only going to be 29. I think people don't realize that he's still relatively young, just because he's been around yeah, for a while. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he fits in with the identity. He's kind of like an enforcer, like Keith is. Uh, he'll be one of Keith's backups, and he he just fills in. Another veteran presence that I think the Wizards are looking for. He's for a next ve- season. He's, so if you look at if you look at our bigs off the bench right now, um, and there's a lot of time to talk about roster construction and things like that. But if you look at our bigs off the bench right now, and you have presume if we're, I mean, I would be very surprised if our starting bigs weren't Morris and Gortat next season. So if you look at Mahinmi, Smith, 
and Scott, all three of them bring something very, very different. And Scott, especially as a smaller big who can who can stretch the floor and um, and plays really good defense, brings something different different from Smith, something different from Mahimi. You've got Mahimi who's gonna clog the paint and protect yeah. the rim. You've yeah. got Smith who's working on his outside game. Um, and we saw it get much better during last season. And I think that you've got the foundation of a good, of, of a good set of bigs for the second unit. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna act like I really remember Mike Scott, but I, I feel like there were a couple times I was like, "Dag on it, Mike Scott!" When the Wizards were playing the Hawks, not this season, yeah, but the, the was, two uh, years ago when we met them in the when we lost yeah, them, when we lost yeah, them in the playoffs, exactly several seasons ago. Yeah, I feel like it was like him and Muscala. Yeah, just like, like out like, of nowhere, like what like, the heck? Come on, these two yes, guys. Absolutely, Muscala is a great player. So <laughs> <laughs> love Muscala. Um, one so one story that I definitely want to do when he yeah. gets here, and we'll, go, we'll have to work on this. Jamoke, is I want to tell I want to tell the story of his tattoos. Oh yeah, I, I got to remember the whole tattoo thing. All did, he yeah. has a good gazillion emojis yeah. up and down his arms, and I mean I'm sure this I'm sure the story's been told. I'm sure you can Google it, but I want to hear it from his words, and I want to. The hardest tell part about way. telling the story of tattoos is I feel like realistically from a video standpoint. I really want these guys like like an all white backdrop and just have nothing on but the NBA the little NBA shorts so you can like see everything and like have them stand there and like analyze everything and it's just like I know Isaiah I really want to Thomas do... and the body issue yeah kind of well, maybe kind not of. Maybe, maybe we don't do that <laughs> I know it's a bit much like I don't want to meet Mike Scott for the first time and say hey Mike let's do a story on your tattoos would you mind standing in front of this white backdrop and then we'll just film you for like thirty minutes and just get every tattoo I got, but I, I see what you're you saying. want the story right yeah I definitely want the story yeah. I mean, it's a, it's unique yeah yeah all right we're definitely gonna do that well. We're not definitely going to do. It. We're definitely <laughs> going to do something on his tattoos, but maybe, <laughs> but not, maybe the, not that story. Maybe not the body issue wizards <laughs> edition. This podcast has officially gone off the rails, as it does almost every episode. Hope you, uh, Whiskers, have enjoyed the podcast. Learn a little bit about uh, summer league and the players and the different storylines and the signing of Mike Scott. We can't wait to welcome him here, uh, Michael Young, and his two way contract is exciting and we'll, we'll, we're going to have more news for you next uh, week next week yeah and with with jacob going down to summer league i'll definitely come, to i'll bring to back some stories hopefully we'll uh hopefully we'll talk to some guys in vegas for the pod excellent um and then we'll uh, we'll reconvene at the end of next week okay all right so there you have it ciao for now everybody